Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Orion Report. Tonight I will be reading once again from the website www.orionism.com. This article is under the general headings and it is entitled Communicating with God. A wise student has plied me with intelligent questions, forcing me to really examine methods as well as pitfalls in regards to seeking a communication with God and angels. More than this, to speak in a way that is more easily understood by people who have not studied religion and mysticism for years on end. How do you know if you're talking to God? How do you know if God loves you? How do you interpret the signs, symbols, the subtle cues you're seeing? Zero, eternal truth. God is love. This does not mean God is okay with any and everything we say and do. It simply means that God, the real God, loves us no matter how messed up we may be. God corrects us sometimes, puts us through hard lessons, because God loves us and wants to shake us out of our falsehoods and dark paths. Indeed, God allows for reincarnation because for 99% of souls, there is no other way. They just have no hope of grasping and reaching the transcendent shore. God loves us. God loves you. God even loves those who hate you. Even unto non-existence, God's love is with us. And I am fully convinced that some tiny piece of us is always and forever preserved to be reborn and start anew on some distant shore. In other words, God will never fully give up on anyone, even the marked and fallen. Yet God so loves us that sometimes the only way a soul, spirit, might find peace is to be utterly reset and recycled. First, simple faith, salt of the earth. God, the Spirit of God, is reached and seen in one form or another every day by average people who never did anything mystical or shamanistic. The simple man or woman of faith, trudging along the path of life, doing their daily prayers, going to mass or synagogue, mosque or temple, holding on to their simple ideas and devotions, trying their best to be decent human beings, putting their pennies in the charity jar, working hard, living by that long-standing moral code laid down by the prophets from of old. These people will meet their God, their saints and angels, at the end of the road. Their method of communicating with God is to pray, without expecting any answers at all, and yet continuing to believe and march on as best they can. They read their scriptures, they go to their churches, and they do the best they can. This is the first way God communicates, the scriptures. This is the first and even the best way to get answers from God. Certainly it is the safest way. Be humble, aspire to service rather than to be served, and try to carry God's word in your heart and live it the best you can. Act on it and express it to others the best you can. 
Do not shrink when your hour of testing comes. Do not deny the Lord when the chance comes to declare your fealty. This will lead you to heaven and the choice whether or not to return. I cannot save you. No human can save you. The Ia, the Elyon, is better than I am. The angel is in the words and chastises me when I would say otherly. You should try to be better than I am at walking in the spirit of the I am, for I am but weak and lowly among men. Second, education. Study the scriptures. Learn them. If you are a Christian, know your Christian scriptures. If you are a Jew, know the Hebrew texts. If you are a Muslim, know the Quran. If you are a Orion, know the Ayah. At this point, I would like to put in a personal observation of this particular statement. Knowing the scriptures doesn't mean you go in and memorize a few passages so that you can lord over others about how wise you are and how wrong they are. Knowing the scriptures means you read all of it. You learn all of it. Uriel has declared that it is now affixed as a crown and has become his, it, her seat. Nothing is by accident. In knowing your scriptures, you cannot be deceived by delusions or by astral deceivers, false gods and demons. If you are being guided away from the godliness of the moral foundations of the one, you are being led to lesser masters and deluded outcomes. The gods of the world tell you what you want to hear rather than what you need to hear. They ever declare, do as thou wilt. Thirdly, conscience. God communicates all the time in a direct way. Pangs of conscience, guilt even, are often associated with the Spirit of the Lord, seeking to correct and bring you to salvation, lead you away from the wicked ways of the world. Having studied, being rooted in the Word of God, your conscience will grow louder and will better guide you and you will know right from wrong, and gain a sense of what is expected. Your heart will then inform you when something is from God, or if it is not. Fourth, coincidence, synchronicity. I have known and lived this truth, that the closer your walk with God, the more strange coincidences, aka synchronicity, will become part of your life. Once I got a flat tire, had no money, but in that same day my sister-in-law sent a gift, without reason, that just happened to cover the cost of the tire. Always having just enough quarters, down to the exact, to do the laundry was another thing that happened back in the day. This is seen in so many ways, however. Your mind perceives of a fragment of a song that speaks to your situation or your inner struggle. Maybe it's a billboard or a license plate on the car ahead of you in traffic. A door closes and another opens. A very bad thing turns out to be the best thing that could have happened. You woke up late for work, but if you had not, you might have been caught in a car accident on the way. You think everything is going to go badly and beg God for help, and somehow, some way, it turns out fine. 
It is unlikely, no matter how much you beg, you will ever win the lottery. But if you walk in the way, things work out and your needs are met. Does this mean you will never know harm or sorrow? No, but there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, even if that light is in eternity. Fifth, intuition. Living your faith, educating yourself in your faith, listening to your conscience, you see ever more coincidences that tell you that something is carrying you, covering you, walking with you, even to the gates of forever. Yet, if you are learning and listening, then the Word of God is speaking, and you will get feelings, a gut instinct, and a heartfelt tingle, a nudge here and a clue there. Yet hardest of all is to trust that voice and act on its prodding signals. The Spirit is directing you, but you need to go with its will and its flow and allow yourself to believe that miracles can happen and that God is truly with you and truly has a plan for you, which plays back into simple faith. Sixth, know you. We recommend that every Orion make an effort to go through the integration and authenticity training in the book. And beyond this, to work toward what is known as individuation. This is a psychological term, meaning to learn to know and become yourself as you are, integrated, whole, and truthfully. Jungian psychology can be very hard for an average person to grasp. But we have the modern means to learn far more quickly, via videos and online dictionaries and encyclopedias. There are also online and real-life classes. For us, the idea is to reach a place where you see past your delusions, your self-deception, and know yourself as you are, for better and worse, and in between, to be an honest person with yourself and with God. By this, you are not as easily deceived by yourself or by others, and less likely to be led astray into all sorts of diverse grandiosities. A.K.A. you are less likely to be deceived by the inner voices. Seventh, talking with God. I must in this section warn you that there are innumerable spirits, elementals, demons, the dead, egregores, etc., in the spirit world who are constantly looking for some human minion, medium, to deliver a message for them, form a cult for them. Psychics and mediums are often infested with psychic spiritual parasites, like spiritual lice, because they do not spiritually cleanse themselves, do not do proper summoning and banishment with protective measures. Moreover, there are many who chase after delusions of their own grandeur and power and think themselves specially chosen, but who are really only talking to their own imaginations and imaginary gods. Having given you this warning, I tell you now that to begin talking with God is to begin talking to yourself first. Shower or bathe with prayer as if a baptism. Pray, God, bless me. God, wash me clean. God, protect me. Imagine that the water you are bathing in is liquid light and envision angels surrounding you. Go to your prayer space, that is, where your personal altar is, a room, a closet, a table, that is set aside for prayer, 
a chair that you have blessed and in which you sit while meditating, a spiritual safe space. You can go into a church. Some churches in the cities are open all the time for people to come in and sit and pray. I like to sit in the sunlight. The place is important because if you want to talk to God and or angels, you need to be in a place that is connected to them, that is about them, a Bethel, El's house. Do your prayers. Sing seven psalms from the book of Psalms. It's a good way to start. While bowing down each time, thus seven bows. Visualize God's light shining down on you like the sun. Sit in your place and keep seeing that light shine on you. I like to visualize the throne of God from chapter 4 and 5 in the book of Revelation in the Bible. Imagining a bench in the Garden of Eden works too. Sitting in the chair on earth, but also sitting on a chair bench in the vision. Daydream. See a being of light come toward you or an old wise man all in robes of white light come and sit beside you on the bench. More simply, just sit in utter silence and listen. Listen with your heart ear, the ears of your heart and soul. Feel the words. Listen with your entire being. Behind all things there is a sound, a roar in the background of life. And in that roar there are many voices whispering oh so softly. Put a humming fan in your holy space while meditating, for in the hum itself, in the spinning electromagnetic field of the motor, there also can sometimes be heard a voice, manipulating the flow of air ever so subtly to produce faint and subtle sounds. Yet in this there is some danger, for the voice might be anything, or anyone, or just a delusion. For this reason you have studied, and you have learned to listen with conscience, and with the ear of intuition, that you may discern good from evil. In other words, faith and education, with conscience and intuition, prepare you to know, feel, and connect to God. Every man or woman who has ever lived that thought they heard God or angels speaking was filtering that voice through their own ideas, experiences, and expectations or desires. And this is necessary in part. For this reason, you must know yourself and know your God to discern between them. That is, if you wish to hear God talk and not just yourself, you must know the difference between God's will word and your will word. Sit and listen, therefore, in confidence in that you live in faith. You know the word. You have a conscience and that you know yourself and can feel here. Talk to God inside yourself, in the garden, in the divine court, and contemplate what is said. God will never inflate your ego or feed your delusions of grandeur, but will try to instruct you in a calm, pragmatic, and wise course. God will not tear you down viciously, but will offer constructive insight and seek to help you see beyond your own prejudices and temporary mindset of this world. Always God thinks in terms of the very long course. There are several methods in the IA. Every Orion should strive to do the priestly training, even if they cannot be priests.
of angels. Angels are spirit beings of consciousness, thought, and psychic spiritual energy. They are not flesh and blood. They have no actual gender, no genitalia. I've been outright shown this. And do not really think the way we think, or understand reality as we understand it. They often have a very difficult time understanding why we do what we do. These beings transit from the highest to the lowest psychic spiritual levels as agents of higher angels, who are themselves extensions and emanations of higher entities, etc., and ultimately are all pieces, extensions of God. You can say that every single church, mosque, synagogue, etc., has its spirit or angel, as unholy sites have their demons and natural wonders tend to have place spirits we call elementals, or elders, or fae. Each angel of a church is, in a sense, made up of every mind spirit of the mortal members, as the spirit of Uranianism is, in a symbolic way, made up of all of us, an angel called Uriah, or Urian, if you like. Each of us is, in this sense, an aspect or a face of the spirit of the faith. Archangels, as we are taught, inspire religions with similar moral and cosmological ideals, namely monotheistic. And you can literally see the nature and earthly manifestation of each archangel within its religion. So religious Jews and Christian Jews are most closely associated with Michael's very character and nature, as religious, devout Muslims are very Gabriel, etc., over time, churches, sects, may become corrupted, apostate, which means they are, in a sense, taken over by a false or dark reflection of the archangel that originally founded that religion. The anti-Michael rules over false Judaism, in a sense, as an anti-Gabriel governs false Islam, etc. An anti-Christ spirit, in a sense, is a false Christ or false Christianity, even. In dealing with Jesus, also called Yahshua or Yeshua, I have encountered a kind and merciful, patient and calm entity that is very real and seems to have a great deal of direct influence over the physical plane itself. In the Orion sense, a humanized or human face for God, the One and Supreme, and so very much able to understand and empathize with the human condition, unlike many angels. I've also encountered a feminine spirit who is, in a sense, motherhood personified, all good mothers as one great mother, and known as wisdom and divine wisdom. In Uriel is Uranism. In the IA teaching, his, it, her personality is very much reflected and present, and it is a reflection of God as spiritual illumination, light, and also passion fire. But Uriel is also known, even in other sources, as a very talkative, friendly spirit who is very eager to teach and guide humans, and very much enjoys interacting with us, especially in matters of creativity. Moreover, Uriel has often been associated with thurgical arts. In God's light, truth, however, is the primary focus, the truth of ourselves and of our world, the path to ultimate and realized truth in God. 
In short, angelic and divine aspects of God have very distinct personalities, often reflective and reflected in the religions and sects they represent among humankind. Note, this biblical passage demonstrates how nations, peoples, are governed by princes who represent and champion them in the spiritual world. Michael is shown to represent Israel, and Daniel is being spoken to by Gabriel, and they are in opposition to another prince of Persia. Daniel 10.12 Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me twenty-one days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. So he said, Do you know why I have come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia, and when I go, the prince of Greece will come. But first I will tell you what is written in the Book of Truth. No one supports me against them except Michael, your prince. In conclusion, hope this helps. Remember to close with prayer and even another shower, or at least by smudging yourself with incense. It is a truth that in terms of the way of sacred holy thurgy, look it up, greater physical and mental purity is power. The less in the world you are, the more in the spirit you can become. That concludes the article for today in the reading. I hope you enjoyed it. Please visit www.urianism.com for many more interesting articles. And join me again next week when I will read another one. God bless you.